This conversation needs to be recorded. Indeed. Um, Give me one second there. Yeah. A to Z, innit? Alright, hello and welcome to Maiden A to Z for this very sort of late night edition with some breaking news. Uh, the breaking news is that I went and saw Deep Purple. <laughs> yes, that is also part of this, but I wouldn't stop the presses. Not the main focus, I would say, in this, but we'll get to that too. Uh, with me, obviously, as you just heard, is Jonathan. Yep. And also, the glorious triumphant return of Mr. Fergal Trainer. Hello, it's great to be back. First time since April, would you believe? I didn't believe it. No. I, I, well, it's, yeah, it's, fuck, it's so weird. That's Can so you that, believe yeah. it? Fergareel. believe? It's Fergareel. Mm. He's here. <laughs> and, it's, and it's the future. So, future or the earlier past. this morning, uh, early today, uh, Fergal posted a uh, 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 pic on, Insta- on Twitter, and I initially didn't believe it was real. Uh, it featured a, a sort of a tour poster that seemed like... A, uh, now, what's the damn thing called? The, the, the uh, Future Past, right? The Future Past Tour. tour. The Future Past yeah. Tour. And then within a few minutes of... Or not a few minutes. Like within an hour after you posted that, it became confirmed officially that next year, Maiden are going out uh, on this tour, which seems to be a mashup of uh, Sinjutsu and Somewhere in Time. Where? You might say I broke the news within our circle on Twitter. Oh, definitely you did, yeah. More than likely, I was more than likely asleep as you did that. When I woke up, it was very confirmed. Indeed, very confirmed. <laughs> I can't say that I broke the news within my own circle. It was a, a trusted confidant of mine uh, who's seen Iron Maiden probably more than 50 times. Um, he put it up on his Facebook and I trusted it because it was from him. And then I looked at the artwork and I, I posted under his Facebook comment. I was like, the artwork is too good for this to be fake. That has to be real. There's so much detail in it. That's what yeah. I wanted to double check, though. I go straight to the the old iomaiden.com and see if it was confirmed and by then it was definitely confirmed and uh, i mean we we have been current enough to at least once address the little bait that was thrown out by mr dickinson at the end of shows for example in oh, yeah. uh, italy i believe he threw out a little bait see you somewhere on tour or somewhere in time currently in copenhagen as well but i didn't notice because i was from the from the clansman onwards, I was uh, quite merry. So um, little, little nuances like that were kind of lost on me. Mary Fergal, like uh, over at uh, Keep It True. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> actually, I didn't even see those uh, those videos you, you posted. I saw the still, and I could just imagine the sound coming out of that drunken face. <laughs> I didn't have to double check that. So I, got, I gather you had a good time there, at least, at the Keep It True Festival. Uh, it was fantastic, yeah. It's... That venue, those bands, and the people as well. It was just a perfect storm of a great time and great music. And just, I like, I knew uh, there was a big, massive group of Irish people over at it this year. There was only a few last year. And I knew some of them. Uh, some I met last year for the first time. Yeah. Some of them I got to know during the year. And then a lot of them I met for the first time this year. But um, yeah, there was just so many Irish people. And anytime I met anyone that wasn't Irish and introduced myself as being Irish, they were like, oh, are you with that big, huge group of Irish people? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, where is this festival located? 
It's in Würzburg, which is in Bavaria, which is not too far from Frankfurt. That's where I flew into, mm-hmm. and I got a, a 90-minute train from Frankfurt to there. Uh, that's not the normal uh, venue for the festival, but it has been for the, the, the spin-off, Keep It True Rising, which is only in its second year. The normal one is in, is it Essen? I can't remember. It's somewhere else in Bavaria, but it's not in that venue. It's in another kind of sports hall place. Cool. I mean, that seems like the kind of thing. It seems like a really solid uh, concept. That's something I would definitely want to, at some point, make it down for. It's one of those concepts where it's like, it makes so much sense that someone would do it. So it's more a question, yeah. who's going to do this? And of course, it's the Germans, you know. They're quite effective at doing these kind of things, you know, arranging festivals. I've played many small festivals over there. Great order. Everything works. And a lot of beer for, for exactly. the bands. You know, all the good stuff. This is like a, a well-oiled machine at this stage, like... Uh, the organizer himself said this was probably the best one he's ever done, and it's exactly what he envisioned when he started the festival 19 years ago, uh, but he's never really um, executed it as well, or, you know, with as with as few flaws as he did this. Doing time. a festival is a nightmare, so you've got to underline the performance level of, of making it work. It's high. It's as high as, yeah. you know, nailing, nailing that set that you're playing. It's as high. Yeah. Like the bands, there was no, as far as I remember, no one was late. No one went, like, there's only one band on it at a time, yet there was, like, 30-odd bands at the No festival. collisions. Um, no collisions. It's, it's all on one stage. Yeah. All in one hall with one stage. Um, it just went flawlessly, as far as I was concerned, except for Paul Diano's signing session, which he just basically didn't show up for, and then only signed for a few minutes and then fucked off. Uh, that annoyed me, but... Um, you showed up. Other than that, yeah, he did show up and he did a gig, which is insane. I was just expecting that to be cancelled. Uh-huh. From the minute it was announced, I was like, "But well, he's clearly obviously not going to do it," uh, and then he did. Right. Well. But uh, yeah, I was actually I heard I heard uh, I, I watched like at least uh, like twenty minutes of it on YouTube, and it sounded pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like I really enjoyed it when I was there. I enjoyed the show. Uh, I know people who've watched it since. Like Melissa was telling me she watched it. and She turned it off during the first song, and then one of the lads who was at the festival, Emmett, was saying that he rewatched the stream and. It was not close to being the same without the crowd. The crowd were very into it. And there was a real buzz in the room when he came on. And he was doing his usual barking nonsense. Like, Charlie! <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, it just sounded better. Because do you know when you're at a gig and you fill in the blanks Obviously, yourself yeah. in your own Obviously. mind? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think maybe, Jonathan, you said something like that before, I think. Yeah, but you hear the song the way you know it in your head. Uh, and then that it's a bonus that there's somebody actually there playing it live almost. So I think that everyone was doing that. You know, when you see it and you hear it loud. It helps to fill in the, those blanks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so there like, was a huge crowd at it, and he was there. He was sitting down, you know, but, and he was obviously <laughs> drunk. Like, you know, he, he didn't know, I had no idea when the last song was happening. Or he was like, we're going to do one more for you. And like the thing was shutting down. And he's <laughs> like, oh, apparently we've no time to do one more and blah, blah, blah. But it was just like, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was good to see him. I, 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 like a lot of people are throwing around the term bucket list. It was a bucket list band. I don't, I don't know, personally, I don't have a bucket list. Uh, if I did, Seeing Paul Diano probably wouldn't be on it, but it was nice. It was nice to see. Uh, no bucket list for me either. Singer. No bucket list for me either. But I had to see Ian Pace play drums, and now I have very, very happy with that. And also, uh, speaking of drunkenness, I don't think Ian Gillan was drunk, but he introduced one song with with the wrong title, which was interesting. I've right. never seen that before. That could just be could just be a road. I think he tried to fit it into yeah. the speech before, and then the speech sort of demanded a different grammar as to the actual grammar of the title. Well, it was just fun oh. to see. Uh, not here to talk about Podiano or No, that's right. Ian so, Gillen. That's right. There's something else. Uh, Maiden, they're playing next year. We knew they were going to play, right? They confirmed Wacken ages ago. 
but the format uh, we didn't know we could speculate and there was strong speculations right people were saying it couldn't be a summer in time set because they haven't figured they haven't fully done senjutsu yet right and then steve's comment comes in with this what i call heavy metal by logic or heavy metal by common sense it's like it wouldn't make much sense doing that again would it and i totally agree yeah. with him it wouldn't make much sense doing the same opening for the next tour with a huge gap in between or huge i don't know but a gap at least so uh, i think the fusion idea that he came up with or he and rod or maybe more people were involved was a good idea it's a fusion set it's not a best of not yet an album tour it's a fusion tour take an amazing voyage to somewhere in time the new album from iron me iron me catch them somewhere on tour sometime in early 1987 somewhere in time on capital I mean, when they started dropping new merch and they very heavily using the somewhere in time font, I, it, it's hard to sort of. I mean, yeah, at you that mentioned point, that kind of like. Yeah, I, I thought that something like this was going to happen, and we, we didn't talk about it here. We talked about it on uh, Melissa's pod, I guess. Um, uh, that's right. I think, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah there we go. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I think that so that bit didn't. I don't know. I'm not really surprised. I guess, but I'm also I also am sort of I'm both surprised and not surprised. Is the fact that this seems like a very smart way of doing it um and it's be very very interesting to see what they you know what they end up putting on uh the set list which i'm sure we'll speculate in in a few minutes here mm-hmm. um, i've got bit. my speculations um, with me my man predictions for sure remember yes yes that's the, that's the that the a phrase that was coined by mr Fergal trainer back when we did the uh <laughs> sinjutsu <laughs> i think it was in, in like in, in in conjunction with eric arka because we have that man explaining thing that we got in sweden which good you know man predictions that sounds good yeah i just want to say before we move on to that that i think they actually outsmarted us all because i don't think anyone guessed that they were going to do uh like almost half somewhere in time almost half senjutsu and a few classics i, do, I don't think i heard anyone say that so no good thinking on on behalf of rad and steve and whoever else was involved in that yeah yeah but my prediction is as a man uh that they <laughs> that they will probably open it with more somewhere in time stuff uh if not all of the some somewhere in time songs like this caught somewhere in time that type of stuff and uh, andrew whitnell posted on twitter that there is a little hint in the artwork where it has Samurai's five, Cyborg's five on the scoreboard of a of a thing in the background. Mm. So he's predicting, as a man, that um, it'll be five, <laughs> five songs, songs each. from each. Yeah, so I'd say they'll do uh, possibly do the five somewhere in time, then the five Senjutsu, then send the fans home happy with Hallowed Be Thy Name and Number of the Beast and a few now, other songs. Right, right. Something that I was wondering about this, because initially you, well, you said, and this apparently I heard this from other people as well, that a lot of... Uh, arenas posted this stuff early this morning and it was mm. pulled very quickly. Yeah. Now, Had to be a my, deliberate move, though. Hard to organize all that perfectly. Obviously, it wasn't organized perfectly. Well, here's, here's, so here's, here's my question. Do you think it was meant to drop today and they felt, uh, or, or did the, the sort of, the, the, sort of uh, the arenas doing that have to make them, they made it sort of force? Nah, them nah, to it was meant to drop today for sure. It just wasn't meant to drop at that minute. Because otherwise, it make more sense to maybe do it, because the tickets are being released in a week from tomorrow, which makes a lot of so sense to do it tomorrow then or today. That's that's what I'm thinking. 
Yeah, but I think it's just you know a matter of minutes, probably. You know, not that, not as yeah. maybe not as you know exciting as your scenario, but I think it was just you know it's really hard to synchronize with all all yeah. them venues out there. Yeah, also, they probably they have their you know they have their mistake. routines when they drop the info and then Maiden have another idea, perhaps something like that. Well, like I said, also for, for my sort of initial the scenario I sort of just made up, uh, they would all have to have made the exact same mistake. That's really strange, Eric. Yeah. Yes. That's a weird scenario like you're growing up. It doesn't make. Yeah. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I thought ahead. it might have been to get to get a little bit of buzz going in the morning. Um, post it up and then post it up and then pull it is one of the the greatest tricks in social media and in promotion. Uh, I think maybe it's yeah. like oh, it was posted for a second then pulled, but there's always some asshole is going to get a screenshot of that. <laughs> yeah. Spread so it. And do your marketing. Like for live you. your life or sleep or something. Come on. Yeah. Don't don't so they, be so they, fucking they, ready. <laughs> but the fans do the marketing for them. Yeah, yeah, well, we said this know. before, like because I saw that. Uh, Belshazzar saw his motherfucking feast, right? Exactly. Yeah, it was a friend Martin uh, from Ireland who saw that was posted. Listen, my goddamn call, Fergal. A lyric line they do cha- did change. We haven't said it on this podcast know, loud out loud, but they did change it to listen to my call. Yeah, they they they, uh, they obviously heard us. <laughs> they, heard, they heard Fergal. Fergal. Like or, I said at the time, they obviously listened our call. Listened our call. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. They did. Mm-hmm. Will um, they listen this call? Probably not. Quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> Will they listen this call? You, you know, uh, guys, I think they're going to open with Call Summer in Time because Senjutsu has been used as an opener. And Steve was yes, pretty clear. Right. And I love Steve's logic in this post. Like, yep, it's been done. Doesn't make any sense redoing it. So. You know, obviously, you should go with Blade Runner then. The other option being perhaps Days of Future Past as an opener, but that's a slim slice of the pro- pro- so. probability pie. It's a probability pie is made out of 99% caught summer in time, which is, of course, a dream I've had for a long time, actually, to, ma- to see that happen. Bad, to be. see that happen with the sound of today and properly recorded, obviously. Yeah, wow. Great news. Well, so the fun thing about this is um, that the, but my current plan is I'm going to try to get over to Dublin to see him. And that's like a third date in the tour. Yeah, let's, do, let's that, do that. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, so so the meaning meaning that we, if, if I'm careful, I can avoid setlet spoilers until I'm there. Yeah, you can. Which would be fun. It would be, be a few days only. So, you know, it's like when, what we did in Stockholm back in 18. And that was that yeah. was doable then. Of course, the, yeah, the, the interwebs have intensified since, but they're, they're still not that overwhelmingly well, I think also contrary to 2018 nowadays I don't know if you know this I have an Iron Maiden podcast and we have a Facebook group uh, <laughs> so that might be a problem <laughs> not for three days though three days you, you can live in a cave no, I'm gonna, I'm, 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 I'm three days you can live in a cave things. if you have water you know yeah no but so but imagine how cool it'd be if, if they do do the because if they're going to do somewhere cut somewhere in time they have to do the blade runner intro so bad it makes all the sense right rather than throwing in Days of Future Past or Death of the Celts as the opener. Yeah. That doesn't make much no, sense. No, on, and maybe the, the five five thing. Uh, maybe Fergal is right. Maybe they open up with five strong songs right out of Summer in Time. Could be. Or they mix it up. I don't know. But all depends. All right, do, you th- so do you think those songs mesh well together though? Uh, the eighty sounding Summer in Time songs mixed with the like you know I don't know what the 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 um, Senjutsu ones don't really. Have a 
era that they sound like other than the modern era of Iron Maiden. Yeah, they don't yeah, necessarily yeah. sound like 2020s songs, but the Somewhere in Time ones certainly do sound like 80s heavy metal. You need a segue. And I don't know if you were to go... You'd need a segue song. Yeah, two and one and one and three and two. Like, yeah. I don't know if that would work very well, but like a, a chunk and everyone would be gone mental. And then like the other chunk, the hardcores would be on mental. And then the final chunk would be like everyone would be gone mental. Yeah. Well, I think that's why probably when they do, if they do it, they, they have to, I mean, I know, yeah, I agree that I'm also going, if you look at the video, the people at home can't hear this, I'm very, I'm, I'm very MTV. Your, your, your video is going mental, Eric. Yeah, his screen is doing that. He's, he's doing the scary 90s video. <laughs> yeah, MTV, it's, a, it's a Blair Witch Project or something. Yeah. Eric. Um, Eric. Yeah, I'm going to try it. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, so well, it's the same, same shit. If it's really annoying, I can turn it off. Maybe turn it off. Maybe. There you go. There you go. I'm not, who knows? I might be naked now. Um, no, that's not. That's not why we're here. Uh, no, I think that the. I do agree that the. I think that the somewhere in time material, uh, would be is going to be a bit jarring next to the uh, Sinjutsu stuff because it, it sounds very different. But I think that probably the only way to do it is to mix it up because, uh, otherwise you, you get a certain. Otherwise, it becomes very divided. Like you, like you said, you get the certain group of fans are very thrilled at one bit. And the other people are thrilled about the hat second bit, and then the last bit is, you know. But they've done stuff like that before, I guess, when they did, like, all, you know, when they played the entire Matter of Life and Death, so. Here's actually a good a good one to check. When they did the Matter of the Beast tour, they did five songs from Matter of Life and Death, five songs from the Matter right, of the Beast. Right, that's actually classics. sort of a hybrid tour that already happened. Yeah. Mm. I keep forgetting. So they mixed it up. They, they did 15 songs. And this is it. This is in the the Brixton Academy, so that's a proper gig, not a festival. Yeah. Right uh, so they did a couple from Matter, Life, and Death. Then they did non either of the album classics, Ratchild and Trooper. Then they did Children of the Dam. Then they did more Matter, Life, and Death. Then they did Number of the Beast, Fear of the Dark, Run the Hills. They mixed it up entirely, but they got five songs in from each, mm -hmm. and they did fifteen in total. So that maybe that could be what they do with it. Sounds like the model, right? Yeah. Five samurais now. Five Han Solos. No, the uh, on the on the teaser, the thirty second teaser they did, they released. Uh, it's a stranger in a strange land being played. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Well, ho hardly the band was involved in creating that teaser whatsoever, though. No, but I mean, you don't think they have any kind of say? I think I well, think they that, have I say, but I don't think they care. I don't. I, but if, I think that they're it, when you're doing these kind of like if you if you just if any if you know 2000 uh, or what is 21 is any indication, sort of the. I mean, I know necessarily they didn't plan the the whole uh, Belsar's feast, um, you know that that whole situation and all the sort of the Easter eggs, but I'm sure they were. I mean, I, I'm sure they were to some degree were in, not all of them, but I'm sure that you know definitely probably uh, Steve and probably to some degree Bruce was involved in sort of. Or at least knew what was going on. You can put it like I this: like if they created this teaser and they would go, mm -hmm. they would see it uh, to pr uh, approve of it or something, you know, to sign off on it, and it included a song that they didn't plan on playing. I don't think they would mind. Like this is a song from Summer in Time. Uh, it it uh, works for the teaser. I think though, that wasn't the legacy that the Beast set list set in stone beforehand by Rod Smallwood. Oh, I That's don't know if it was set in stone, it. but it was by Rod Smallwood. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that I'd say the set list is set in stone for this. Their stage show is so demanding these days that they're going to have some kind of stranger in a strange land Eddie backdrop with the Clint Eastwood thing and the cigarette. Like that's that's probably being made as a tapestry right they're now. They're probably going to play that somewhere. Yeah. So what do we think? So what 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 ones do you think they're going to? Let's just let's uh, go through the uh, 
two albums. So what do you reckon from somewhere in time then? Fergal first. I'd like. To, I don't know what it, like. I don't know what's realistic and what isn't. So I'm just going to say what I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear "Caught Somewhere in Time," "Sea of Madness," "Deja Vu," "Stranger in a Strange Land," and "Alexander the Great." Right. Uh, I would go. I'll make up a probability, like a man probability guess. So I would say yes, "Caught Somewhere in Time," ninety-five percent. "Wasted Years," one hundred percent. "Sea of Madness," sixty-five, seventy percent. Uh, "Heaven Can Wait," one hundred percent. Uh, loneliness, twenty percent. Deja vu, five percent. Uh, Alexander Great, fifty percent. And there's probably a track I missed there. But uh, obviously they're gonna play "Heaven Can Wait" and "Wasted Years" because they're maiden. They're Iron Maiden. You know they do what they do. And uh, the title track is very likely too. Alexander Great was confirmed by Bruce at one point, but it's hard to play. It's not a given. Uh, I've seen some skeptical guessings outside of my own head on that one so maybe 60 70 percent for that all right well i mean i'm gonna say i think that i think caught somewhere in time is very likely i do think uh alexander is pretty likely um just because like i said he you know he did he did sort of tease that a while back uh and also if you i think i'm gonna try to re, i'm gonna find the press release here because i recall there's some um where the fuck did it go there it is uh I recall, didn't they mention something about the fact they would be playing stuff they haven't played before? Yeah, he mentioned that, like, very in his very logical way, like, so we're going to play them, you know. Not yeah. full stop, though. So it that, was a that, comma, and the stuff you love after that. I would have loved a full stop there. We're going to play them, full stop. But it was a comma, and the stuff you remember and love. You know, so it's always that compromise. I think, so I, th- I think we're definitely getting at least one or two that they haven't done before. Yeah, maybe so. Or, or, or haven't done since the tour. Haven't done since the tour. And if it's anything they haven't done at all before, that would be Alexander the Great. I mean, maybe it was played once or something, but that doesn't count. Do you know that that would be the first time that they're going to introduce a song they've never done before? Yeah, or, or on yeah. the tour of the album. We, yeah. We've, yeah. we've raised that before. Like They haven't ever played a song that was not included on the initial album tour. Yes. So if they did Alexander, that would be a first. That would be that would be a real. I think it'd be a real shocker, but a real pleaser, yeah. uh, because I think a lot of people think it might happen, but there's always the doubt. If they did that, that would be innovative for Iron Maiden. That would yeah. be like personally, I hope for Sea of Madness, a fair bit. Yeah, so absolutely. But that's likely well, yeah. to turn up, and also was on the original tour, right? Yeah. So the only two they didn't play back then were Deja Vu and Alexander the Great. Uh, loneliness was played only three times or so. Yeah. Well, they did play. Yeah, so. they did. They did. It's recorded. Um, we've, I mean, I've, 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 I've spliced in recordings of them playing it, so obviously, yeah. Yeah, indeed. The new, so, the new album, um, Eric. You can go ahead on that one if you want. No, all right. Let me, let me think here. So we got the. Um, that's interesting because I wonder, I wonder if we're gonna get because you know, this last tour we got uh, the first, uh, first three tracks. Uh, I think, I think it's pretty given that Days of Future Past is going to be on there just because of the. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I think that's a no-brainer. I think that's, especially with the title of the tour, that'll be there somewhere. Um, probably we'll get writing on the wall again, don't you think? Because it seems like that went over so well this last time. I'd guess so, yeah. Yeah, and then here's the question. Now it becomes a question. There's, there's, I don't think we're getting Shigo again. I don't think we're getting Sanjutsu again. Um, Likely, yeah. Because I think, no. So what else we got? So we got maybe uh, one of the one of the longer ones, probably. Uh yeah, that was mentioned, right? He mentioned the epics, either him or Rod. 
So at least yeah. one of them. Hell on Earth, I'm, I'm sure. Right? Parchment. I think, I think Hell on Earth, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Or maybe, yeah, I think Hell on Earth would probably go down better live than the Parchment. I think the Parchment has a, a hypnotic kind of vibe to it that sort of you won't get live in the same way you get in the studio, I think. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be Death of the Celts. Uh, but maybe Lost in the Lost World, like we talked about last last uh, last week, whenever the hell that was, um, that could that could you know that. But okay, no, okay. So realistically, uh, if we're gonna pick five there, so we got Days of Future's Past, Hell on Earth, uh, Writing on the Wall. We need a couple more here. Uh, I'm gonna say Darkest Hour. And what else we got? And and Lost in the Lost World. Then I think. But those are several very long songs, though, so... I'm not sure. Uh, I don't have any proper man-guessings here, but maybe, Fergal, you have some. Uh, I would say that yeah, they did mention the epics, and that stood out to me. But I think, seeing as Riding on the Wall is kind of... like I can't remember which of you said it there, but it went down so well. It, it, it could possibly become a modern classic, like like The Wicker Man did around that time. Bit of a banger. I said I'll include that. Um I'd say probably Hell on Earth has a has a strong chance of being included. Possibly the Parchment as well. They could be the two epics. Mm. And then maybe Days of Future Past, just because it's in the name of the tour. And I'm not sure about the other one. They're all so long, it's hard to tell. If, if we're sticking with the five format, I don't know. But maybe they will put in Stratego again, uh, just because it's shorter. I, I, uh, I like that five idea. I think it makes sense. And even with the graphic hint you mentioned that I, I didn't catch, but uh, it's a good amount of songs from each album, five. Yeah. I'd be very happy with that. Nice balance, and then you've got time for, I don't know what you're going to throw in there. Fear of the Dark, maybe. Trooper, maybe. Yeah. Two Minutes. Evil. The Iron Maiden. I really like this artwork, though. So. Uh, well, it's not Derek yeah. Riggs, but it's fine. It's pretty cool, yeah. I, I really, yeah. I'm going to make a back patch out of it, I've already decided. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making an entire Iron Maiden jacket just for the tour. It's about time as well. I have about 20 unused Iron Maiden patches, so I might as well do something with them. I, for one, will stand for that. There you go. As a man, I also will stand for this. <laughs> I shouldn't have revealed that publicly. Now everyone will be doing it. No. Well, take some effort, though. I heard you take your jackets yeah. and you give them to a professional... Um, Oh yeah, no, I tailor. got one done already. A like professional you, tailor to to uh, to get the patches get it done on online. There. You just send a high quality image, which the, the the image on Twitter was very high quality. I zoomed into it, um, so I, I have a gig specific, or sorry, I have an image specifically for the Irish gig, All right, which yeah. says Dublin on it. Blah 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 blah, and just kind of cut off the sides to make it more of a diamond, and then just send it on to some place for twenty five pounds, and they'll post it out to you, and then to another place for the actual stitching. No, well, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. That's like a, most most guys would probably stitch themselves, which is uh, is terrible to stitch stuff. <laughs> if you're Thank not good you, at it, it's uh, terrible. No, yeah, Fiverr to get it stitched. Uh, so that's fine. Well, there we go. Yeah, could you could you send me the link of the magical place that will create patches? I can. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but I'll find it. Something obvious, like the Patch Factory or something like that. But I, I'll find yeah. it and I'll send it on to you. Yeah, you can get anything you want. Cool. It just has I'll to be a good that. quality image, or else it's going to be a. If it's not a good quality image. It's not going to be a good quality patch, basically. So. You can get anything you Which want on sense. the internet. Yes, this is true. It's, uh, for better or worse. Indeed. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, it's 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 a. Uh, yeah. What a what a 
What an exciting day this turned out to be. Delightful news. An awesome October yeah. day in Stockholm. Got to see the purple as well. Lots of energy today. And uh, recording this last minute uh, breaking news. Super Maiden A to Z. Maiden A to Z. Z, yes. Yeah. Indeed, Maiden A to Z. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is, I've, I've been podcasting today since about 8 p.m. our time. So okay. It's about, it's about, so, yeah, so you so did the mixtape. No, I didn't. I was guesting a friend's, uh, another friend's pod uh, uh, called in, svenska, in, in Swedish or in Svenska, as I just said for some reason, Ingeting är bra, which would translate. Ah, Ingeting är bra. Is that Kristoffer from Snowy Dunes, right? Yeah, that's his pod. Yeah. Uh, and it's... Uh, nothing is good. Essentially trans- is nothing is good. And it's, it's basically them shitting on stuff. And I was there and it's, it's sort of, they sort of just find random uh, Wikipedia articles and just sort of... Shit on them. And take it from there. And it, it was fun. I've been on a bit before. Um... Right. And they've asked me, asked me for a while, and I, uh, I agreed this evening, and I was, uh, uh, oh, roundly mocked about the fact that I had to zoom off to do a, you know, Iron Maiden podcast because it's been late, you know, important breaking news. Uh, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I've heard good stuff about that show from a, a sound a sound colleague, actually. But if the, I know that it's Christopher, fun, fun. I know that he's he's not too into Maiden, which is of course a sh- shame on him and his loss. But yeah. uh, other than that, probably a good show. Uh, what's been up, Fergal? It's been a while since we've had you on this podcast. You haven't been potting that much either, right? You've been frolicking about, gallivanting about. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a lot of frolicking and gallivanting. Uh, yeah, I've been in. I've been busy this year and as a result the podcast has suffered definitely um since april i've been in various different festivals and places and things texas so, um texas for hell's heroes then copenhagen for copenhagen then more recently canada for andrew's andrew de Bruy's wedding and then germany for keep it true um and then there's always a massive recovery period from all of those and then a kind of a, an antis- a t- anticipation period before them and um right yeah right. i did i did record a podcast with a band there uh about a week or so ago which i plan to post soon um so that's coming up we got another uh yeah. check-in as well uh, i'm a big fan of the check-in got a feckin', yeah, i'm a big fan of that yeah got a feckin' check-in in yeah, yeah. Uh, before canada just to get something done yeah, just uh, like it was always you know just like before a great show <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, i like yeah, the I show a lot that, yeah. <laughs> i love it too it's great <laughs> yeah, I, like, I had all these points saved up. Toomey didn't really have anything, but he's like, yeah, let's do it, definitely. Um, so I think it's it's probably better now as a kind of a rare treat rather than a scheduled thing, because that didn't really work. Well, Whatever way yeah. we tried to do it, it was it was just wasn't easy. And now he's a young child. And That's so where you want to end like, in the end. Like uh, Rai slowed down his podcast and he's doing basically nothing, but his existence is there, and sometimes something pops yeah. in. I think that's a great way for a pod to end up. Uh, yeah. mm. Yeah, slowed down to a crawl is kind slowed of the crawl. way it is You did now. something with, yeah. with Mick Wall recently as well. I did, yeah. I did an Iron Maiden thing with Mick Wall. It's up there now on Spotify and all. That's right. So maybe that's something to listen to after this episode, because I think we're going to have to come to a close here. I've got to edit it and sure. throw it yeah. right up. Excellent. Well, this is my home from home, so I'm always grateful to be invited back, and I always love doing it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And I look very much forward to uh, hopefully uh, you know, seeing you in the flesh, as they say. Yeah, in, uh, come in, uh, to Dublin. Yeah, it makes too much sense. Like even last Dublin date, I was like, uh, "Come on, come to Dublin, come to Brazil." I think "come to Brazil" is a thing, but for me, "come to Dublin" is a thing. I'm like, come to Dublin, and uh, it was hard to say no this time. I had work, a lot of work that time, and next time, uh, 
why even start debating? Just get get it get it uh, well, sorted. No, get over there. Well, the number of people who I was speaking to today who are considering strongly going to this, many of whom you know, would it's going to be too much of a fucking event not to be here. Exactly. Be here or be square. That doesn't even rhyme, but you know it makes sense. Be in Dublin and be A to Z. So there we go. You know, it's, it's funny because also I, I figured that I'm, I'm turning 40 uh, later that summer. That's the right. perfect way to celebrate it. Um, when a blind man cries. <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah, admittedly, my eyesight isn't that great, but I mean, I'm not you know, Mine, you know. mine neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, you know what? That... Um, Let's send them away. Wrap send up, them so. away towards Fergal and Mikwal, if you've got more listening uh, that you have to yes, fill yeah. your ears with. So, is there anything uh, before we uh, ring off uh, that you want to uh, plug in particular? Oh, we, I think we mentioned it all, right? We've plugged that. We plugged away, but uh, there's always a chance to plug more. But he's shaking his head here. So, uh, everybody knows by this stage what I do. You've mentioned all of us, so no, no need for a gratuitous plug at the end. F e a r g h a l, Fergal. Dyslexia? Name. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, well, it's a tough name to spell out, to be honest. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, right. Anyway, all right. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's it then. Uh, so, from all of us to all of you, up the irons. Uh, Scold from the north. You do it right. Cheers. Slancha. Slancha. That's it. Do that right now. Sometime in early 1987.